Hey, good morning. Happy Monday. This is your Monday morning wake up with Jack McNeil. I hope that you had a blessed weekend and a wonderful Lord's Day yesterday and were able to worship God and, and able to um, uh, enjoy the, the time of fellowship with our brethren. Uh, today, um, I want to encourage you, of course, to uh, continue uh, in this the rest of this week to be a really be a, you know a Christian all the time. It's a full time job being a Christian. It doesn't take a day off, and so um, I urge you not to be like some who are Sunday Christians. Be a, a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. One, you, know, you get the idea. Be a Christian all the time, twenty four seven. And so, uh, you know, we live in a world where there's a lot of fear, especially in this time, in this day and age. It seems like everything we see on the, in the news, on the Internet, is designed to instill a sense of fear and uncertainty in us. Uh, it is a, you know, I mean, you look at commercials, drug commercials. You know, uh, think about uh, all of the, uh, the uh, pharmaceuticals pharmaceutical commercials that we see on television they they first they kind of they, in some ways they kind of scare you and, and well here's a problem that you need to take care of and if you don't take care of this problem then you know x is going to happen and so talk to your doctor to see if this such and such drug is right for you and then they give you a whole lot of scary uh, side effects that they run out really fast but uh, uh, there's that of course uh, you listen to any politician. I don't care which side of the aisle they sit on, they use fear as a tactic. Do you want to lose, you know, if you don't, if you're not careful, you will lose your such and such amendment rights uh, one way or the other. And so uh, it's just one of those things they use it. Well, you like this guy. Well, you know, your children will live in poverty for the rest of their lives and your grandchildren's grandchildren won't never know what it means to live in freedom. Or, uh, you know, like this person and uh, you know the world is going to burn up in 12 years and we're all going to die so vote for my candidate and so they use that kind of tactic uh, a fear what does fear do you know what does fear do to us it is an emotional effect on us doesn't it uh, and sometimes if the fear is severe enough it can cause a you know fight or flight kind of idea you know it's like uh, you see that charging bear you know, you get that sudden sense of fear. You know, you're either going to fight or you're going to or you're going to fly. You're going to run away. Uh, you know, that's your first instinct. And so, um, you know, you look at our cities now. Uh, you look at the the things that are going on with the rioting and the burning. You know, they have instilled a sense of fear into the populace. And out of this sense of fear, this that section of the populace is acting out in their fear. And they're turning it into rage, and they are, uh, you know, burning cities to the ground because of this. And so uh, that is the danger of fear as a tactic. And so uh, you know, the Bible talks about fear. You know, and and you know, Christians we could certainly, understandably, you know, be afraid of certain things that are going on in the world today. You know, uh, things are no different now than they were. Uh, you know, a thousand or two thousand years ago, really, uh, Christians in Rome in the days of Paul, you know, Paul in Second Timothy, he's in prison waiting to be put to death by Emperor Nero. 
Uh, Christianity has become a religion that is illegal in the city of Rome. And so uh, Paul is there. He's incarcerated, waiting to be put to death. Uh, he has called for Timothy to come to him. And think about that. Timothy is a faithful gospel preacher. Uh, away from the city of Rome, the persecution is not as severe. It's not uh, officially sanctioned in that way as it was in Rome. And so, uh, you know, to come to see Paul... Uh, would be to put his life in danger. And so, you know, Paul encourages him in verse 7 of 2 Timothy 1. He says, But God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Uh, he reminds him that, you know, God does not want us to be fearful. You know, fear in some ways, uh, fear of doing God's will, for instance, or fear that bad things are going to happen to me because I do God's will, you know, uh, that could be uh, seen really as a symptom of a lack of trust in God and a, a lack of, of, you know, full-grown faith and love. And so uh, in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 18, he says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. Because fear hath torment, he that feareth is not made perfect in love. You know, there are some people that seem to fear the things that are going on in our world, the coronavirus, uh, the whatever. They seem to fear things in this world more than they uh, seem like they fear God. You know, in uh, Matthew chapter 10 and verse 28, uh, Jesus dealt with this, this. He gives some words for us, really, uh, for this kind of thing. He says there, um, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able uh, to destroy both soul and body in hell. And so think about that is that uh, we should be more afraid of God's judgments than of anything that man can do to us. You know, man can kill us. You know, in the first century, there were Christians that were put to death with the edge of the sword. They were given a choice to renounce Christ and to worship Caesar as a god uh, or put, be put to death. And sometimes in horrific ways, not just with a sword, sometimes torn apart by a lion, sometimes uh, burned at the stake, sometimes crucified. They faced all kinds of terrible adversity, but the worst thing that could be done to them is their body to be killed. And if I am a faithful Christian and I am killed, guess what? I'm going to be with Christ. I'm going to go and be uh, in paradise. I'm going to, on the day of judgment, I am going to be found faithful. And I'm going to be, uh, you know, given the uh, encouragement, you know, come ye blessed into the, uh, anyway, uh, into the joy of the Lord. That's what I was trying to say. And so, uh, though, if one is fearful, that, again, can be a lack of faith, I mean, there's a certain amount of fear that certainly, uh, you know, we, we feel for afraid, we feel fear, and it's a, a healthy and natural thing. It breeds caution. Uh, and so, you know, if I'm afraid, you know, when I get, well, I use a table saw a lot. And if you've seen me, I've got lots of little cuts and scrapes. I'm, I'm deadly afraid of that table saw. And uh, I'm pretty clumsy with a knife, but boy, a table saw has the potential to really do some damage. I know lots of woodworkers that are 
you know, <laughs> have uh, not all not all their digits in place. And so uh, it's a reasonable fear. And so it breeds caution. I'm very cautious around that, that spinning blade. I should be more cautious around knives as well. Uh, but that's another story. My wife will can tell you more about that. But um, uh, Revelation 21 verse 8, it says, But the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part uh, in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Notice he lists fearful among those others. Now, uh, again, it's not the being fearful in that I am afraid. You know, what does a brave person do? Bravery is not the absence of fear. Bravery or courage is doing what's right, doing what is needed to be done, even in the face of fear. And so it's what you do with your fear. If your fear causes you to inaction, causes you to unfaithful, then you are fearful. And that's uh, what he is describing in Revelation 21 and verse 8. And so the thing with fear, and I want us to make this very clear, that fear... Um, does not have to be crippling. You see, fear can be fortifying. If I am afraid uh, of my life, if I am fearful of my life, I'm going to be cautious. Now, if I have, a, have the kind of courage that God wants us to have, that God uh, requires us to have, I am going to face those fears. You know, uh, you've heard uh, some of the acronyms, maybe, you know, fear, you know, uh, false expectations, um, I don't even remember <laughs> what that was, um, appearing real, false expectations appearing real. Uh, you know, another one is that, uh, you know, is face it, explore it, admit it, and rise above it. And that's fear. That's what we ought to do. We need to, to face our fears and we need to rise above them. That's what true Christian courage is all about. So I ur urge you to be a courageous Christian this week, to go out and, and follow God's commandments, not be afraid. Don't let the, the coronavirus, don't let the, the news or all that cripple you into inactivity because, uh, you know, if the coronavirus has caused you to lose your faith, even though you may not have gotten it, you've already succumbed to it. And so I hope these words will help you to, to be a courageous Christian this week as we go about uh, our daily routine. Thank you.